With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Liverpool tied Newcastle nil-nil. Makes a bad day worse. Joining me now, he is the constructor and conductor of DKPittsburghSports.com. He is Serbian reactionary. Dayon Kovacevic. Dayon, are you upset that Ben isn't playing at Cleveland? I agree with the decision. It's obvious, but it makes it a non-game. <laughs> well, yeah, it does make it a non-game, certainly from the Pittsburgh perspective. Upset? No. I, I'm not sure why you would be. Uh, I, I couldn't imagine what the public reaction would be, generally oh, speaking. Oh, no, no, he's, he's got to sit. But, but now, look, look at what's going to happen, Dayon. Mason Rudolph's going to play, and he's going to stink because he stinks. A lot of other Steelers regulars aren't going to play, and that's a good decision too. But Cleveland's going to rot the Steelers, and Cleveland's going to make the playoffs because of it. And at the end of the day, that all adds up to suck. Yeah, yeah, but you're also setting the stage for something that potentially wouldn't, you know? <laughs> I mean, what, like playing Baltimore in the wild card round? Nah, that stuff. You know, the the winning and losing aspect of that game from the Steelers' perspective is something that they can't come close to controlling. Um, and, and for that matter, the number of players that Tomlin can hold out is is minimal. Uh, this isn't like a preseason game where you can just sit half the team if you want to because you show up with 90 guys on the sideline. Uh, he has a maximum of six guys. On, on, since Ben is one of them, it's five guys. Then you factor in uh, players who are going to be actually hurt, and then you're talking about who? It's going to end up being Ben, Marquise, and maybe Cam Hayward. Something like that. It's not going to be much at all. Oh, no, I don't think the caster's going to play either. I don't think Hayden's going to play. But past that, I think you're right. Like five guys. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, I mean, that's just the most that he can do. Now, from there, what you can do if you're Mike Tomlin, and I think this would be smart, is to make sure that you're spelling guys as much as possible. Uh, again, particularly those defensive linemen. I, I really don't want to see... Cam Hayward and or Stefan Tuitt in there a lot. But I also feel like one guy that jumps out into this equation uh, is T.J. Watt. Uh, I don't know if they showed this on TV or not, but when he came off after Stefan Tuitt's sack the other day at Heinz Field, he was limping pretty good. And on one hand, you do want T.J. to win Defensive Player of the Year, and a lot of his statistics are counting statistics. So if he gets another sack, he gets another TFL, whatever else, it ends up strengthening his position. But I don't want to see him play a lot. You know I, what I, mean? I don't think, actually, Dejan, uh, I don't think he should play at all. He's the one exception to the relatively young, unhurt guys because he plays at such a frantic pace. I feel like he needs a week off. Look how many series he misses just because he's exhausted. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, again, I think that's something where you kind of let – I think respectfully, you talk to him about it because this is a chance to do something that, you know, in an NFL career, you don't get many chances uh, to be a defensive player or offensive player of the year. I just don't uh, he, think that matters. Yeah, but. And I don't might. think he's going to get it anyway. I think Aaron Donald's going to get it, even though Watts had a better season. I don't know about that. Those counting stats are, are a big, big deal. 
And the fact that AD picks up all these double teams and stuff like that, that's not necessarily uh, something that the that the voting uh, people are going to pay that much attention to as much as all of the splash that TJ delivers. I don't know. We'll see. I didn't think Stephon Gilmore was going to win it last year with the Patriots, and he did. Uh, what if the Steelers do play Baltimore in the wild card round? Because Baltimore is clearly on the rise. That's the one team I don't want them to play. Yeah, that might be the team that you don't want to play. I mean, the Steelers have obviously beaten the Ravens twice. So the first time was with a mostly full complement, and the Steelers handled themselves really well to their credit. The second time was obviously just a joke. Um, I, I think Baltimore is the one team that everybody in the AFC would want to avoid uh, if they find their way in. You know, they might not. You know, we'll see how that plays out. But I think with the, the one thing about the Steelers versus the Ravens, is that I don't know that they've solved Lamar Jackson, and Keith Butler himself denied that when it came up earlier this year, but they sure have delivered a blueprint that other teams have used. Um, Whether or not that works whenever the Ravens' full running attack is available, we'll see. But I don't know that there's somebody that you you circle on the calendar or, or circle prospectively and say, wow, there's a team that they can't beat. The Steelers can beat anybody. They also can lose to anybody, as they've shown. It's a strange season. Well, what is the state of the Steelers right now, Deshaun? How much does one good half, the second half against Indy, what does that mean to their credibility? What's it mean to them moving forward? What's it mean to their confidence? If Because that half was rooted in the Steelers doing something that they hadn't done before, I think it's huge. It felt more like a breakthrough than it did, uh, oh, let's just wake up and play harder. It felt more like a strategic breakthrough, like, oh, really? Wow, we can throw the ball further than three yards at a time downfield? Okay, this is neat. Let's keep doing this. And then they kept doing it. And Indianapolis's defense is one of the better ones in the league. This wasn't some joke team they were playing. Uh, well, right, ben but it was still only like 25 back. good minutes. Ben got it right, but that was when the breakthrough happened, and it didn't stop after that. You know, Now, if it had been... The first half that they did this, and then all of a sudden they stunk again in the second half well, at it, I'd be a little bit more concerned. So this the last thing that we saw was them breaking through and making these plays happen. And the confidence market seemed, and it felt like it snowballed or that it worked its way around the offense. You know, all of a sudden, did you notice the receivers weren't dropping balls anymore? All of a sudden, people were holding their blocks. My goodness, James Conner even ran off a couple of decent I agree you know, with what you're saying, pickups on the ground. But it's only 20 minutes. I'm not sure how much you gain in 20 minutes. I'm not sure how much you build in 20 minutes, 25. I don't now. know either. I'd feel better about it if they were you know, playing again with the full offense. Yeah, in a, I, I, in a I actually scenario. wish the game did mean something. Exactly. You know? Uh, but you, know, you mean the Cleveland game? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, you know, you'll take it. A team that, that hasn't had a bye, uh, you'll take getting Ben a rest. You'll, you'll take them having a, a chance to maybe get a little bit of a breather and just go out and have some fun. We're talking today, Sean Kovacevic, brought to you by Walnut Grill here on the X. Uh, what part of the Steelers concerns you most right now? That running game, well, what running game? The lack of a running game. I know they feel like they can make up for it with short passing, but I also know that when you get to a fourth quarter of your game, you lead. And we saw this against Indy. You're going to give the other team more chances to rally if you can't eat clock by running the ball and getting first downs that way. And, of course, they 
you know, had first and goal at the one and got no points out of it. Now, I've, I've got two things. One is the thing that we just talked about, that I, I'd want to see that this intermediate slash deep passing thing is real. I'd want to see more of it. The other one is something something that I, I that, that just won't go away for me, and that's the, the feeling that without Bud Dupree, the defense isn't special. The defense isn't something where you go, wow, that cannot be stopped. Earlier this season, when the Steelers were just rattling off win after win after win, all you'd have to do is look at the other team's state of offensive line or their protection and say, okay, there's no way that team can win that game because they're never going to be able to stop Bud and TJ and all the interior pressure and everything else that they get. And even though Alex Highsmith has been better than I think maybe most people recognize to this point, he's not that yet. If he's going to be that, it's going to be at some point in the future, but it's not that yet. And that way more to me than the loss of Devin Bush really impacted that. Bud Dupree is a hell of a football player. I'm glad Pittsburgh finally caught on to that uh, and that he ascended to another level as well. Uh, but it, it, it's, it's tough to picture that aspect without him. You need something that's special to win a championship. And no bud really took a lot of that away from this defense. What's your take on how the fill-in guys are doing? Williamson, Highsmith, and Dotson. I think they're all doing okay. I'm real impressed with Dotson, though. And having started four years in college, I knew if he was called upon, he'd be ready. Uh, Dotson's my guy that I'd circle out of those three. I, I want to see him on the field as, you know, as much as possible. Obviously, with Matt Filer out, that's the case. Uh, he's getting a really good push on the run, but he's also holding his blocks uh, on the pass protection. Uh, that's rare air for a rookie. And like you said, sure, he benefits from he didn't just show up at the Indianapolis scouting combine as part of the meat market and say, hey, look at me, I could do this. Uh, he's an actual football player. He's played the position for a long time with a lot of reps uh, for someone who came here as a, uh, as, and obviously as a rookie. Uh, Highsmith, you know, I've already kind of touched on him. He's been he, he's been better than most people think. He's getting to the quarterback. A lot of times he's over-pursuing, which is, again, something that we saw earlier in Bud's career. And, and Avery Williamson is doing well enough. What he wasn't going to be able to do, what got exposed, was to make up for two missing inside linebackers. Uh, and it, with Vince Williams' return, uh, Vinny wasn't himself, obviously, in that game. Yeah, but to play 100% else. of the snaps and... Even do uh, as well as he did, that's courageous. Yeah, and, and 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 being the guy who was the signal caller and the green dot and everything else. With, uh, but you know what's funny, Mark? I hear, I keep hearing, you know, in Mike Tomlin's voice when anytime he brings up Robert Spillane, it sounds like he's really, really eager to get him back. And and every time he does that, I kind of take notice of it. Uh, they really, really like Spillane, and they want him back on the field. So we'll see how that plays out. Ben started throwing long out of nowhere on Sunday. They started protecting him, too, when he dropped back a little bit more and a little bit longer. How'd that happen? That's crazy. It went against the grain of his arm, the game plan, the O-line, the past six weeks. Where'd that come from? Well, one thing I had mentioned last week before the Indianapolis game that I was hoping the Steelers would try is, and it is one thing that they had not tried to that point in attempting to solve the offense, which is just to 
place a little bit more emphasis on the protection. Instead of telling Ben constantly, you got to have the fastest release in the league, 2.7 seconds, get rid of the ball, get rid of the ball. Instead, let him actually take a look, you know? Let him see what's there. Let him set himself. If you watch his, his feet and his body on the touchdown pass to Deontay Johnson, he looks like Ben from 10 years ago. He really gets himself set. He looks comfortable. He stands still, and he fires that thing. Uh, that's not a player who's injured. That's a player who was lacking confidence, maybe, and this is something you and I have talked about on here as well, because the offensive line had been folding around him. Well, what did they do? They kept Vance McDonald out there a little bit more often instead of Eric Ebron. James Conner is a very good blocker and a blitz picker upper. Uh, they had guys out there making plays. Uh, oh, no, that's uh, one on thing I, I would do. Since they can't run Dejan, I would yep. have Connor out there all the time because he's the better pass yep. blocker and can catch the ball. I would also involve Claypool yeah, more and sooner. What, if you can't run the right, ball, you've got to make going, certain concessions. You're, yeah, you're going, with, you're going with three wide receivers instead of four, but you're saying, you know what, we're going to give the quarterback an extra half second or a full second to make a play. Uh, we're going to trust him to do that. Uh, I like that. They did that in the second half. Ben kind of very briefly touched on it, but he didn't want to get into it too much because that's, you know, criticizing the offensive line or anything for past performance wouldn't sound so great. But let's be fair here, too. The offensive line did block better as well. I mentioned Indianapolis's defense. Most of their better players are right up front with those linebackers. Um. I have this theory, Dejan. Ben calls all the plays that work. Feetner calls all the plays that don't. <laughs> all right, and then Feetner gets kidnapped at halftime and and everything else. Uh, it's just not how it goes, you know. That when you're you're dealing with a quarterback who didn't want to throw the ball downfield, uh, you're dealing with an offense that was showing that it couldn't make anything happen downfield. That's what happened. All of a sudden. When they started making those plays, they started getting called again. That's all that happened. There's no mystery to it, no conspiracy. I was going to ask you a, a generic question about Penguins camp, but shocking news from uh, earlier today, Zadino mm -hmm. Char signed with the Capitals. I did not see that coming. The Capitals are just signing everybody who's old, aren't they? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what that's all about. In a division where you're seeing some teams really do a lot of uh, – you know, I don't know if it's rebuilding. You, yeah, I guess you could call that what the Rangers and the Devils did. The Rangers obviously winning the lottery. Here you've got the Capitals going out and signing Henrik Lundqvist, obviously before his illness uh, is going to keep him out for the year. But uh, they're just getting old and old and old. And I'm not so sure that's a great idea when your core is still, you know, about Alexander Ovechkin and Nicholas Backstrom and so forth. I, I don't really get what they're doing. Not that I wouldn't want Chara on my team. Well, they're going to be tough to play against, though. With 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 Ovi oh, yeah. and Wilson and Chara, they're going to break people in half. And I think I think Boston loses some in that regard. I'm I'm more worried about Wash now and less worried about Boston. Yeah, I I, I could see that too. Although I'd be more worried than anybody if I were Brad Marchand playing against uh, Zdeno Chara at this point. My goodness, imagine those two going into a corner. What? What? Give me one thing briefly that worries you the most about the Penguins heading into camp. Oh, more than anything, it's the start. It's the start. I, I just you look at the ten, first ten games on that schedule. It's a fifty-six game schedule. If the Penguins come out anywhere near as flat 
and lifeless as they did in that playoff Montreal. And they've only got seven total practices. People are talking about a 10, 10 day training camp. That's not the number. It's a seven figure on the total practices that Mike Sullivan has uh, to get everybody ready. Uh, if you come back from Philadelphia with one out of four points, your season is in trouble. You know, it's, it's, it's a very, very different math. It's involved similar to what we I, I don't saw know in about baseball that, but, but they play Philadelphia. Who's their second round of games with? Boston. I'm sorry, Washington here, uh, and then and then Boston. I mean, it's it's tough. Yeah, you come out of those six games with one win, you're in real trouble already. Yeah, you don't have a chance to do one of those West Coast fly throughs. You know how the Penguins always would and beat you know Arizona and and whatever else Anaheim. You can't do any of that this year. You've just got to win hockey games against pretty much good hockey teams and you've got to do it right off the bat only four out of eight make it in your division Dejan, is always great stuff we'll do it again next week all right mark that's Dejan Kovacevic by the way more breaking news we're just breaking news all over the place even though to act like I'm actually acquiring and researching and reporting the news is not true but uh, Governor Dipstick says that his uh, COVID uh, semi-shutdown will not extend past the 4th. So we'll be back to open restaurants and high school sports, I guess, as of the 4th.